going on guys welcome back to pure evil mma podcast i got a really special guest joining us here today somebody that i've always really wanted on the show somebody that i've been following since i was in high school so this is definitely uh an exciting one for us here on pure evil mma we got the one the only melvin gallard what's going on melvin how you guys doing man thanks for having me on today yeah man like like i said you've been one of the uh people i've been following my uh whole career here uh really inside the media scene even before I started doing media or went to broadcasting school. You're one of the guys that always caught my eye and interest. Were you always like that? Like in high school, were you kind of one of the people that like stood out, you know, like a ladies man? Were you always like that? Uh, yeah, always. I mean, captain of the football team, captain of the wrestling team. So I was always that guy, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, I mean, probably since a little, well, I would say a little bit before high school, I was always in the spotlight for something. So, you know, I've had a lot of success at a young age. And, you know, I'm just trying to get back to being successful again. Yeah, man. I mean, your your story in itself is really inspiring. And I feel kids kids now today can relate to you just as much as they did back then because shit's just getting crazier and crazier for the young adults out there going through high school, especially with social media and cyber bullying right now, bad influences. I mean, it, it's, it, it's a really scary world right now. Like, you have a child, right? You have a child now? Uh, no, no, I still don't have a kid, a kid yet, but, um, you know, I, I work with kids every day, I'm around kids all the time, and, you know, I, I see it every day, man, I'm, you know, traveling the world and being in different places here and there, you know, you get, to, you get to see a little bit of everything, you know, the world we live in right now is very dangerous, you know, very fierce, but, you know, like they always say, man, back in the days, you know, only the strong survive, so it's, it's about survival of the fittest at this point. And for you, I feel like for a lot of fighters, but for you, definitely, you feel like you need fighting. Like, does training camp kind of keep you in the in the right state, or like, what have you realized helps you now in your career compared to when you first started uh, years ago back on? Well, you know? I mean, this this is this is pretty much my first training camp back in 13 months. You know, I've been away for a while, but um, you know, I'm always excited for training. You know, being in the gym is is home for me. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, I've been in the gym full-time since I was 14. You know, I turned pro when I was 16. So I've been doing this my whole life, you know, uh, 20 years. Actually, right at 20 years uh, professionally this year. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand, man, the time and energy and everything that goes into it. You know, for a while, man, I got I got bored with fighting, you know, for the last maybe three years. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just now getting back to it to where... I'm falling in love with it all over again, and you know I'm, I'm ready to silence, silence the critics. You know I'm ready to start back winning again. You know, and you know it's 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 it sucks, but in reality of the facts is nobody likes you, nobody loves you when you're losing. Nobody nobody wants to be around a loser. The minute you start winning, everybody loves you again. But you know I'm, I'm just to a point now in my life where if you don't love me now, don't love me later. You know what I mean? So. I'm ready to go out and do it for myself, you know what I mean? I'm ready to start winning for myself, you know? I'm not even doing it for the fans anymore. I'm doing it more so for myself. That's a really interesting point that you bring up, and I want to touch that in just one second. But you just mentioned you're back, you got things going on uh, for the positive in your life. Uh, do you mind talking about everything that happened? Because, uh, you know, it was all over TMZ. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I mean, it's, it's 
I mean, it was all over TMZ, you know what I mean? It was just all over social media. You know what I mean? I, I went out, saw an appearance one night with some teammates and a couple of friends. And next thing I know, at the end of the night, I got four guys and a girl approaching me. Uh, the four guys tried to jump me. The, the girl did as well. But, you know, I mean, it was it was bullshit, man. I, I mean, I ended up having to take two years probation only because of the system. I, the system is very broken, man. And, you know, you, you have evidence to me being assaulted. But because I'm the fighter and I was able to keep myself from getting hurt, I became, I became, I guess, not the victim. I, I became the aggressor, I guess they said. So, you know, I, I kind of got the bad, I got to sit into that deal. You know what I mean? But it's all good, man. You know, you live and learn from the mistakes and um, you just move forward. You know what I mean? But I have nothing, I have nothing to prove to the world. You know what I mean? Like I have nothing to prove to anybody. You know what I mean? I, I didn't do anything wrong in that situation. And like I told the judge on uh, my last day in court, you know, if it came down to it and I had to do it again, I would choose me before I choose anybody else. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's like it's like the game of chess. You know what I mean? I'll sacrifice my money every time to get checkmated. So before I let someone hurt me, I'll hurt them first. You know what I mean? And, and I would and I would do the same if it was for my family or my loved ones. So I mean, I don't know a human being on this planet that doesn't live up to that model. You know what I mean? So you wouldn't let someone come in and 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 and, and vandalize your home and try to vandalize your wife or your daughter or your son without taking action, right? So I feel the same way about myself. You know, no matter where I am, you know, I, I'm always here. I'm, I'm, I was I was taught and I trained my whole life to defend myself, train, you know, I trained my body and my mind to always defend myself and protect myself. So that won't change, you know what I mean? But, you know, this little two years probation, I mean, it's, it's only for the best anyway. So I'm not really too worried about it. I just take it as a positive. Now, do you feel like you're a target? Because I feel like a lot of fighters would say that. Like when you go, especially you, man. Oh, like yeah. everybody knows who you oh, are. Yeah. I mean, think about think about the sport back in 2005 when I first came into the Ultimate Fighter season two. Nobody knew who we were, so I can go anywhere. Nobody, nobody really cared. I was like a fly on the wall that time, you know. And even five years in to the UFC, you know, still it wasn't as bad. You know what I mean? But the, the sport has grown. So much. I mean, just females fighting. Now, I remember when Dana White told us there would never be females in the UFC, but I guess he was wrong about that. But you know, it, the, 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 it's, it's almost like a gift and a curse at the same time, you know. But you know, it, it's no different than a football player, a basketball player, a hockey player, you know, a baseball player. The athletes are athletes. I don't feel like athletes should be scrutinized or punished because an athlete have a certain set of skills when 90% of the world tends to be losers and assholes and that'll sit on their porch or sit on their on couch and watch fights or sit at a bar and watch fights and talk about how they can beat up another fighter or, you know what I mean? I've I, I witnessed it all, you know, with my career and my life, you know, and I mean, quite frankly, where I'm from, you know, I'm from New Orleans, you know, Kansas City to be exact, you know, Shit, I grew up fighting my whole life. You know, I had to fight my way through the neighborhood. I had to fight my way through school. So fighting's always been in my bloodline. You know what I mean? It's part of who I am. But what I had to explain to the world and to the judge and other people, fighting also comes with discipline and integrity. And I carry that proudly. You know what I mean? I'm a man of integrity. You know what I mean? I don't care what nobody says. You know, the, the people that, that says all these bad things about me really don't even know me. We, we see this a lot with fighters. I mean, it just happened to BJ Penn, uh, literally.
We see this happen all the time where you guys are the targets. We see it happen to rappers. And I like what you just brought up there, man, because you're, you're also saying that, like, when you go out, right now the sport is so hot that everybody knows who you are. So if there's a group of guys there, someone wants to prove themselves to the boys and be cool, you're right there. Oh, I beat up a UFC fighter. I started a fight with a UFC fighter. It's right. got to be hard for you guys. Right, right. I mean, in the 13 months that I spent in jail, I was in six fights inside of the jail. I went to the hole twice. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, no matter where you go, I mean, it's, it's, there's going to be something lurking around the corner. You know what I mean? So... I'm just fortunate and blessed enough to be prepared at any time. You know what I mean? Most people can't say that. You know what I mean? And, I mean, it speaks for itself. Look at the crime in the world. Look at the crime here in the U.S. You know, some people are victims of crimes. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather be a savage hunter than ever be a victim to anything. You know, one thing I want to do is look at myself as a victim to anything, you know. And like I said, if I had to do it all over again, if I had to make that same decision, that same choice, that rational decision, then so be it, I would, you know, but going forward now, I'm just most more than likely trying now to keep myself out of certain situations, you know what I mean, uh, keep myself from going to certain places, you know, and as far as I can do that, I can control it as much as I can, but in, in the real world that we live in and in life, you can't control everything, and the minute you try to control everything, you're just going to fall even harder. So I just go with the flow, man. It's like you like rolling with the punches, you know what I mean? So whatever happens, going forward happens. But um, on another note, as far as me signing with the BKF, yes, I wanted to know, bring that up um, two days ago. Um, you know, they did give me a one fight deal, a probationary fight, which is understood. And hopefully, after August 10th, we can come up with a solution to a longer deal, a longer deal. And, you know, what people don't understand is I've been doing bare knuckle boxing for, for over 10 years now, but for the past maybe seven years consistently over in Europe. So this is not anything that's new to me. I've been doing this. I was doing bare knuckle boxing while I was signed by the UFC, but it was more underground then than it was above ground. So, you know, I've been around this for, for a while. You know, fighting's in my, like I said, I'm going to be a fighter, man. I'll fight anybody, anywhere, in any sport. So it really doesn't bother me. But going forward now, I'm preparing differently. I'm making sure I'm right. I'm ready for every fight. I'm not taking as many fights a year now. I'm just going to kind of focus and try to stay loyal to only a few companies instead of trying to fight all over the place, you know, and be ready for those fights and, and you know, get myself, make myself a name in a BKB uh, business. And, and you know what? You were actually really close with Kimbo Slice. I think you're still really close with Data as well. Like, you know, what do yeah. you think Kimbo would be doing right now? Because BK, Bare Knuckle has been around for so long, but no one really paid attention to it until recently. So it's, it's really exciting. What do you think uh, Kimbo would uh be doing right now you think he'd be part oh, of it like, I, mean, he, I mean of course he'd be he'll, he'll he would be the face of bare knuckle boxing right now you know as far as in america um you know dada the same way man and um uh, i'm hoping i'm hoping soon that i can reach out to dada and he reach back and maybe we get some things going but right now i'm just going to focus on bkf you know right now i feel um that they're the the bigger company i mean to me they're they're more, more than likely the UFC, the, the BKB of UFC. You know, they're, they're basically as big as the UFC, you know, and they're just getting their feet wet. You know, they, they have pay-per-views going. And, um, you know, there, there's a lot of guys, you know, that, you know, one thing about fighting and MMA, whether it's MMA, boxing, well, I wouldn't say boxing, but MMA and BKB, it's two of the sports that any average Joe can do. 
You know what I mean? It's not like having to go out and learn boxing. It's not like having to go out and learn how to play football or learn how to play soccer or baseball or basketball. You know, one thing about fighting, you know, it's just raw fighting. All you have to do is have heart, you know, and get in there and sharpen your skills. But be 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 willing to be willing to die in the ring, you know. Be willing to go kill somebody if you need to, you know. What I mean, that's my mentality, you know. I'm I'm done being nice. I'm done trying to make friends with everybody. You know, I, I found out who my real friends were, yeah. you know, for the 13 months that I was locked up, and you know, not and no one gave a damn about me. You know what I mean? So for me, it's easier for me to have no feelings for a lot of things now than it is for me to try to force relationships that aren't real. Now, how good does it feel finally being out, finally getting a new star, and now you're actually getting ready for a fight? I mean, what does that feel like? It's got to be like, you got to be on cloud um, nine right now. For me, for me, man, it's just getting back to my daily routine, getting back to what I do best. You know, fighting, hurting people is, ironically, it's crazy to say, but hurting people is something I'm great at. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I want to get back to that. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm fighting a former friend. Well, I'm fighting a friend. And a former teammate, which is Isaac um, Delafer, and um, you know, Isaac's always always been a great friend. I actually used to live with him when I trained with Jackson out of out of uh, Albuquerque, and you know, being being like he'll be my seventh friend, official like a seventh legit friend in this sport that I'm actually about to fight. Um, and for me, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go in there and fight him, no different than I fought everybody else. But to be honest, I plan on hurting Isaac. I plan on making a statement. You know what I mean? So it's not—it's not anything personal. It's just business. Well, I remember at one point in your career, you almost—you know—they were talking about you maybe having to fight Clay. So it's—it's it's something that you've always had to like process in your mind of, of fighting. And I think I even remember you saying like, you don't care who your opponent is, you, you'd fight your brother. Uh, you know, yeah. you're getting paid to do and, this. And, and, I, and, I, and I still feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, look, when you're a fighter, you can't. You're not. In, you're not getting paid to be nice. You know, obviously, you don't get paid to lose fights. You know what I mean? You lose fights, you lose fans, you lose, you lose sponsorships. You know, your, your whole world, your whole world is over. So for me, it's all about uh, it's all it's all about just getting there and, and doing what I need to do. You know, and and right now I'm thinking about myself. I'm not thinking about everybody else. This is this is solely about Melvin Gillard getting back to being glorious and, and getting back to greatness. You know what I mean? And then from there. Then I can let everybody see what I really am. You know what I mean? Because I feel a lot of people are sleeping on me right now. You know, these past maybe two years, you know, I've been dealing with a divorce. You know, my head just wasn't in the game anymore. I was taking fights because my job is, is I'm a fighter. You know what I mean? I don't have a nine to five. So I was taking fights to make ends meet, trying to survive. That was the wrong way of looking at it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have put myself in that situation. But now here I am. I will be ready for every fight. I will be well trained for every fight. I'm not taking fights that don't make sense. And here in the next maybe year or so, I'm going to be hurting a lot of people in the ring. You know what I mean? And to be honest, if, if somebody ends up dying in the ring, so be it. I, I have no feelings at all for anybody that stepped in front of me. Because right now it's about me rebuilding my my legacy, rebuilding my name, putting myself back and talks of, of good talk. You know what I mean? I'm tired of everybody with the bad publicity, the bad press. Everybody has, everybody everybody with an asshole got an opinion. You know what I mean? So let's see what happens once I go out there and I start really putting, putting 
start hurting people, then I want to see what the critics say. You know what I mean? So, I mean, damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of thing. You know what I mean? I mean, man, this is exciting to hear how motivated you are right now. When's the last time you felt this motivated about a fight? I don't know, man. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm more pissed off than I am anything else. I mean, my my anger my anger speaks for my motivation, you know what I mean? And not, not the kind of anger where you get into the ring and you fight mad. I would never do that to myself again, you know. I, I just I just have a lot to prove to a lot of people, to a lot of organizations that Melvin Gillard is one of the best fighters in the world. You know what I mean? No matter how much people try to downplay it, I am one of the most dangerous fighters to ever step foot in the cage or the ring. And I'm and it's it's about me getting my respect back. You know, I feel like a lot of people have lost a lot of respect for me. So I'm here to take my respect. And if I piss off some people along the way, if if I look at some people and just say "fuck you" to your face along the way, you know, take it how you want. I don't care. I, I I'm not I'm not here for the people anymore. I'm here for myself. You know what I mean? And for the last maybe five or six years, you know, I was trying to be this guy, you know, for the fans and be a certain way for the people. I man, look, fuck the people. It's about me right now. You know what I mean? And the ones that ride with me, ride with me. If you don't ride with me, stay the fuck away from me. That's kind of how I feel right now. So. I'm here to make a statement. I'm here to put. My, I'm here to make my name. I'm here to build my legacy back, and I'm not let nobody take that from me or stand in my way. So, if you plan on standing in my way, you know, just do like most people. You know, talk shit on the internet. Just, just promise me you won't ever try to say it to my face because I'll probably slap the shit out of them. I got two more questions for you right here before we let you go. What do you think about this entertainment era that we're in? Like fighters getting fights because they're hyping it up or, or talking. What do you what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's been like that for a while now, man. I mean, certain fighters are getting big contracts because they've been around a long time or, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm not even going to lie to you, dude. Like, my first fight back is going to, I'm basically fighting for pennies. Just, like I said, it's a probational fight. Just so that I can go out and show the world what it really is, you know what I mean? Like my first fight, I'm I'm damn near I'm damn near fighting for free right now. But you know, it is what it is. But you know, it, there's a lot of fighters that build certain characters, build certain names for themselves. You know, I mean, look at Conor McGregor. I mean, honestly, I don't feel Conor McGregor before Conor McGregor won the title. If you look at all his previous fights. He didn't really fight any tough fights other than my homeboy Dustin Poirier. I felt like that was Conor McGregor's toughest fight, and yet he just he got he he caught Dustin with a with a lucky punch. But when that fight was supposed to happen again, they made sure it didn't. You know what I mean? So guys like that, you know, and then he he talked himself into a fight with Mayweather. You know what I mean? So good for him though. You know what I mean? If if I could have done that, I would have did it too. But I'm a fucking fighter. You know what I mean? Whether I win or lose, whatever. I'll fight anybody. I'll step in the ring. You know what I mean? And there's some fighters, they like to dictate who they fight. Well, I'm not going to fight this guy yet. Or they'll wait to fight a guy after their prime. You know what I mean? I've seen that happen a lot. I don't respect fighters like that because to me, you're not a fighter. You're just, you're just a businessman with gloves on trying to make a business deal, trying to, trying to make sure that you don't lose a certain fight along the way or you don't lose a fight at all along the way or you can survive, you know, you're fighting to survive. You're not fighting to actually live, you know what I mean? I, I, I fight to kill, bro, and I'm going to get back to that killer instinct, and I'm actually I'm actually proud of that, man. You know, I'm at peace with myself. I'm at peace with God. I'm at peace with my family. So, like I said, man, I, I really feel sorry that I have to fight a friend in my next fight, in my first fight back, because I plan on putting Isaac in the hospital. 
Well, when you win this fight, are you planning on calling somebody out? Like, maybe have uh, Artem move up a couple of pounds to fight you? you that would be exciting. You, you, you know what? I'm in a position right now. I've lost, what? I don't even know how many fights I've lost recently. Maybe six or seven. I keep seeing people posting different numbers. And as a I don't really keep up with the losses. I now have 19 losses altogether on my record. Altogether on my record as winning with boxing, kickboxing, uh, MMA, and bare knuckle boxing. Uh, at this point, I have 185 victories wow. altogether. So, in two draws and two no contests. So, for all the people out there that really want to know what my record is, it's 185, 19 losses, two draws, two no contests. And those 19 losses are within all of the sports combined. So, for me, I think my percentage of winning is better than most fighters or better than any fighter. So, I don't give a fuck what nobody said about me losing the last seven or whatever fights or however many. You know what I mean? I've only had 19 losses total in my life. You know what I'm saying? So, until somebody can you know, prove me wrong, I don't care. But at this point, I put myself in a situation to where... I mean, I, I remember back maybe 10 years ago, I had trouble finding fights. I couldn't find nobody to fight me. The UFC used to have to hire three people just to keep on contracting so that one or two people would pull out of a fight right before. So I'm in a position right now where I can make a lot of money in this BKB business because why? I'm lost. You know, fights here and there. So there's a lot of guys out there, you know, younger guys. I'm only 36, but there's younger guys that, that think they're lions and that think they can beat me. So whoever out there want to shot at me, you know what I mean? I don't have to really call anybody out. I'm available to fight them. So whoever want to test the waters and think they can swim with the shark, you didn't try me. You know what I mean? So I'll just put it out there like that. I don't have a care in the world who I fight. You know me, I'm Melvin Galore. I ain't fight anybody. And you're still holding top spot. I believe, uh, yeah, one of the top spots. You used to have the number one uh, record for most knockouts or finishes inside uh, the 155-pound division. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, still... I know. I mean, I still hold that record. I haven't been in the UFC in over seven years, so that speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not big on records and statistics. You know, I just, I just love to fight, man. You know what I mean? And I, I felt, and being locked up for 13 months, it took a piece of me, man. Like, you know, me defending myself, me being more skillful than the assholes that tried to hurt me, got me in trouble. But I'm not gonna let that destroy what I worked for my whole life, you know what I mean? I've been fighting other people since I was 14 years old. I've been competing as a pro since I was 16 years old. Nobody's gonna take from me what I've been doing my whole life. I'm living my dream. You know, some of these guys are still soul searching, trying to find, trying to find themselves and trying to find you know, who they are. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. So for me, it's about moving forward like a shark in water, you know what I mean? And going to the next place. So right now I'm on a hunt. I'm on a worldwide hunt. And I'm willing I'm willing to die in the ring if I have to. You know, it's kill to be killed for me, but you know, I I'll be fucked if I lose another fight. That's for sure. So anybody that wants to be on on the losing losing end of the, of a fight Please call me out. Please tell me you want to fight me. And I'll gladly give you your pro I'll give you your wish. My last question to you is, what, what do you think about Greg Hardy and uh, him coming to the UFC? Uh, Greg Hardy. What's Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy uh, from the NFL. He got into some trouble uh, hitting Man, his wife. I, I mean, you know, I, look, I played football growing up. You know, I was, like I said, I was captain of the football team. You know, I played football all through high school. You know, I mean, if he got it, look, I'm like this, man. 
if you got it in you to be a fighter, you're a fighter. I mean, fighting doesn't always mean physically punching something. You know what I mean? People don't understand fighting is also more mental than it is anything. You know, you got to believe in yourself before anybody else can. You got to know what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. You know, you got to know you got to right in the left foot, not two left feet. You know what I mean? You got to know that you have coordination. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I think transitioning from football to fighting is not that bad of a transition. I mean, he's an athlete. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure, you know, like most of us, we grew up in the hood. We grew up fighting. We grew up gangbanging and stuff like that. So shit happens. You know what I mean? He may, he may be a fighter. You know, he may need to get some frustration out. You know, the best the best the best advice I give anybody, you know, if you gotta go get some frustration out, get in the ring of the cage. Do not go to a bar and get into any fights. Do not you know what I mean, it's 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 gonna cost you a lot of money and a lot of heartache and pain along the way. So it's not even worth it. You know, if he if he if he can go out there and get it in and he if he realize he loves fighting more than he loves playing football, then I respect that. I, I, I he got my blessings. Here's really my last question to you. What can everybody expect when they tune in to watch your fight for VKFC? What are we in for? Violence. A lot of violence. A, a, a shitload of violence, bro. I don't give two fucks about anybody I fight. So, you know, like I said, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a shitty situation for me to have to put a friend in the hospital. But I'd rather be him than me. And and I, I've already felt a lot of injustice the past 13 months. So I got a lot of reasons that I want to hurt somebody right now. So, you know, if I was Isaac, I would I would definitely not show up to this fight <laughs> if he was smart. He's a friend, but you know, and and I don't and I'm not. And it's not personal. It's just business. But it is a threat. I, I'm t I promise you, Isaac will go to the hospital if he comes to if he comes to Biloxi, Mississippi to step in that ring against me to be KF August 10th. He will go to the hospital that night, mm -hmm. and that's on my dad. Take notes, guys. That is how you do an interview. Melvin, I want to thank you so much. What we like to do at this point in the interview is hand the imaginary microphone over to you. If you have any shout-outs, sponsors, social media tags, anything at all, the floor is now all yours. Well, I mean, everybody know how to find me on social media. You know, Young Assassin underscore underscore Assassin uh, for Twitter, Melvin Gallard. Um, for my Instagram and Facebook. As far as sponsors, to be honest, first time in my career, I have none. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to old school Mike Tyson, man. I'm going all black everything. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't need any sponsors. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll, they'll come along. They, they bandwagoners just like fans. You know, they'll jump back on the bandwagon when the time is right. But for the meantime, it's about me. You know what I mean? If anything, I rep, I rep my hood back home, man. Trey first killer city all day. So. That's, that's how it is for me, man. I'm repping my family. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity to speak out. I appreciate the true fans, the real fans, people that's been behind me this whole time that never turned their back on me. And, you know, just, just be looking for some fireworks, man, because I'm done losing. Tune in next time. Thanks, Melvin. God bless. We're wishing you best of skill moving forward. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you guys soon. God bless. Ciao. Here you guys go. Legend. The legend. Melvin Gallardman. That's crazy. I've been trying to get him on the show for a hot minute now. He was supposed to come on, I think, two, three years ago, and something happened, and uh, it's just been out of control for Melvin's career. It's so interesting to watch. I know that some people have mixed emotions about him, but that sounded like a motivated, new Melvin Gallard. And I thought it was really crazy that he, uh, he said if that same situation happened again, he would do it right over.
And uh, if you guys aren't familiar, just type in Melvin's name. You can watch the video. I feel like a lot of these fighters are targets when they go to the bar. Or even if you walk in a bar and there's a bunch of bikers there, could you imagine that situation of somebody trying to prove themselves, beating up a UFC fighter or a young group of kids? You know, a lot of these guys have targets. Now, it goes from case to case, but just inside the octagon, inside the cage, inside the ring, Melvin Galar is a legend. Still holds the top spot for the most finishes in UFC history for 155 pound divisions. Fought some of the best people in the UFC ever. Israel Asanya got signed to the UFC because he beat Melvin Galar. Well, well, honestly, Israel Asanya was going to come e either way. But just look where he is now. Now he came on to Puri MMA to announce that he's going to be fighting for BKFC. Which is amazing because BKFC has been doing so well in 2018 and now 2019. Kind of worried, kind of concerned. Like, how do they top the Paul A versus Artem fight? It was kind of lackluster. Didn't really, you know, people wanted to finish. We didn't get it. You're bringing guys like Melvin, which is another, you know, argument that a lot of people say of like, you know, we want the young faces. But for people out there that don't know the young faces, they know the older people. And this is a smart way to build the the, the uh, promotion. And I think that Dave Feldman is doing a great job over there. So who knows if Melvin wins this fight? Man, Melvin versus Artem, if Artem wants to move up, who knows? I mean, the it's endless what we can do with this. But it's just good to see Melvin back in a good state of mind positive energy and it's a brand new melvin gallard guys brand new melvin Gallard. is anyone else out there kind of uh surprised like very polite very man he had a lot to you can tell how motivated he is and i'm not worried when he said usually if a fighter would say you know i got a lot to prove there's a lot of pressure on my back there's so many people doubting me i would get nervous that they're gonna go in there and not fight smart First thing he said when he said that, it's like, I've learned that lesson in the past. I'm not going to do that again. He does have a lot to prove here, and I'm happy to see him back. I'm happy to see Melvin Gallard with his positive energy. Very polite. So uh, I want to thank uh, Alec Bonwick for helping me set this interview up. I mean, Jesus. Melvin Gallard joining us here on Pure Evil MMA. Mind blown right now that he's even coming back. So, with that being said, guys, I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA. You can check out all the latest MMA news. We just recapped UFC 239 that just went down. Historic card. Check that out down below in the descriptions. We're also on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Podomatic, you know, all, all, all of those. And also now on Facebook. I'm uploading videos on Facebook, which are actually doing very well. And we got some fights coming up tomorrow that I'm going to be previewing in just a little bit. But guys, pureevilmma.com for all the latest MMA news, interviews, and podcasts. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. White knuckles to the end. Davis Stokes.